What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Bling Talks. Today we have David Nygaard, founder and CEO of David Nygaard Fine Jewelers. Thanks for being on with us, David. Glad to be here for you. So what's up, man? Who are you? Where are you located? I'm How'd located in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Okay. Uh, I have been in the industry for about 40 years. Uh, seen many different aspects of the industry. Um, I am... I've gone from having um, a large independent store uh, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a bank building where we expanded to have a, a large bank, you know, uh, uh, you know, single location, uh, went up to seven stores uh, where we were doing a fair amount of business with 70 employees, um, got trimmed back in 2008. Many, many people might remember me from that because uh, uh, we were headlines in the banking crisis. Uh, uh, rebuilt to about two stores, uh, went through nasty divorce, had a heart attack and decided to trim back to a by appointment custom design business. Um, I have been, um, uh, I've been a speaker at JCK. I've been on several boards. I've been kind of all around the industry, AGS. I'm a uh, master gemologist appraiser with ASA. Um, I'm a, uh, have done adjunct uh, teaching at Chowan University. College of William and Mary, uh, Old Dominion University, um, and I am a former city councilman in Virginia Beach. So I've been all around. Ah, I just got my first property in Virginia Beach. Did you really? Oh, yeah. nice. Okay. Well, we'll have to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. But a uh, beautiful area. I actually have some family in Fairfax County, I think. Yep. yep. Yeah. Okay. I worked in the government pentagon and stuff like that so wow um you touched a lot of different facets uh pun intended of the yeah. business so uh tell us what you know obviously outside of like personal re stuff and maybe even some of the um financial stuff that happened in 2008 out of your control what do you mind sharing what the stores were named or called oh they were david nygaard fine jewelers okay so you so you just yeah. kind of had my business and we were able to um, um, we were able to um, continue to keep the name. Um, essentially, what happened is uh, well, we were banking with Wachovia. Wachovia uh, misspelled my name. Thought they had a first position lien. Um, we were able to go back in and buy the first position note, which uh, allowed us to keep all the basically the inventory, the, uh, the, the the intellectual property, and things like that. So the name, everything, yeah. Really? Got it. Yeah. Got it. Well, you definitely been through through quite a bit. What what would you say was the most challenging time uh of going from where you started to being in the chair right now? Well, the yeah. most challenging time was in 2008 during the, the banking crisis. That was the most challenging time. Um and that's probably what most people would remember me from um in your broadcast for the industry was kind of weathering that storm. Uh, yeah. and, and so, um, I mean, every day was a new challenge, so I, I don't even know where to start on that one. Um, one of the things that came out of that though, was, uh, I had everybody arguing about my inventory. I had everybody, the banks, everybody wanting to know, uh, where the inventory was, how much we had the whole bit, because that was our primary asset. And, um, while every, all the creditors were arguing, we had to lock it up. I couldn't, I couldn't sell the inventory because it was under dispute. Um, until we could free it up by buying that first lien. Um, so what that left me was a software stick 
not similar to this, right? A little software stick I had from a company called GemVision. And I had three of them. And I had jewelers at the time, like I said, 70 employees, but I had three jewelers who were working on CAD design. And um, for me, I was just the CEO and I was I was away from that. Uh, but when I was back kind of in the trenches working with customers, I, I saw these um, the software. I thought, well, maybe I should learn that. So I went off to a, um, a class with GemVision and I started to learn the, the software. And um, immediately when they were started rendering and, and do it, doing things with the software, I realized, wow, that's virtual inventory that I don't have to buy. I don't need millions of dollars of inventory. I've got, I've got virtual inventory at my disposal. If I can create a library of, of rings, that can be easily modified. And so we worked with um, Stoller and GemVision at the time and, and, and kind of came up with this concept of virtual inventory in a library of, of products that we could then dynamically modify with customers right, right next to us. So I have a question about that, um, yeah. good chance. So uh, that's kind of a major pivot and also a really good way to turn uh, sometimes yeah. crazy how those tough situations kind of squeeze out a strong sell or mm -hmm. like a, um yeah. so yeah. that's kudos to that um so were you guys kind of just creating these these digital inventory catalogs and then making them to order no not, yeah make to order we were we had a, a library full of designs and then we would make them to order and we would customize each one so we use just-in-time manufacturing to deliver exactly the product that the, the client needed in their in their wow. yeah so you just you just fixed the inventory problem that pretty much every jeweler yep. ever has had um, you widened your your inventory at a fraction of the cost mm -hmm. and you brought customization to the end product yep. mass customization particularly with Jill Pine and Jim Gilmore and their concepts with mass customization uh, the experience economy. Markets of one? No, I don't. Okay, they're, they're um, Harvard yeah. business guys and uh, and actually friends of mine. Um, we nice. kind of took their 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 um, ideas and put them into practice within the jewelry industry. So so every one customer, one ring. Markets of one. One customer, one ring. I love that. Yep. Yeah. Feel free to share any of those types of books or whatever or whatever. Sure. Sure. Stuff like that. So to continue. I just wanted to clarify that that was the move that was made and. Uh, that's yeah. how the model was operating. So what I had to do, though, is I had to create a, let's call it a stage, um, in, in light of the experience coming, let's call it a stage where we could then stage a custom design presentation for the client. So we brought in widescreen TVs and connected to the software and, um, and, and kind of made it its own presentation. We... Uh, at the time, we mixed um, samples with Cubics and, and CZ and silver samples so that people could could try the hard rings on. Now, the, 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 the challenge in that model was trying to get a 3D print of something quickly. Um, now, we've been since able to solve that um, where we can do a, a, a very quick print in about you know 15 to 20 minutes of the design. Um, so that's been a great, great thing that we've been able to beat. Um, now we can do the design in CAD and then print it in about, you know, 15, 20 minutes. And how much would you say that that one single piece of technology 
could you put a price on it, you know, for the piece? Imagine going from 12 stores to just, you know, like I just, so I'm asking that question to, to segue into because you're a really good example of how someone can utilize technology. Yeah. So I always, yeah. I'll always ask, you know, like, hey, how, 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 how is, how is somebody, how have you adapted to, to technology or weaponized it, you know, or used it to um, save yourself time, money, and headache? Because I think that's what everybody wants. At the end of the day, they just want yeah. more money, time, less headache. Yeah, yeah. And how, so how would I, how would, I'm not sure how I would monetize that other than, um, You'd have to look at a peace of mind in terms of day-to-day -day operations. So I work a by appointment business um, and I have an office in a co-working space. Um, so for the first thing, I'm filled with uh, millennial potential clients because they're all millennial entrepreneurs and many of them are trying to get engaged. And so I've got a, a nice market here in my community. Nice. But, but also what it does is it, it really allows me to downsize so I can... Uh, block off my calendar if I want to play golf. Um, I have on site, you know, they have um, they have security here. They have receptionists here that I don't have to pay for. It comes to my rent. Um, so I just have my little office. Uh, I go to a, a conference room with my laptop. We plug it in and we can project onto the white screen uh, the designs um, and and then can print. So I mean, it's it's kind of all right there. Um, and, and it means I'm not having to get up and open a store at 9 a.m. and pull out the jewelry out of the safe and put it out on display and clean the displays and then have 10 people come in and they want they bought a watch online. Can I size it down for them? Uh, can I change this watch battery? So I'm not doing the mishmash. I'm, I'm actually just focused on the clients who really want my services, which is custom design, uh, usually engagement rings, larger diamonds, things of that nature. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah much much leaner process. Uh, Very lean, yep, yep. How's the heart doing? Heart's that, great. That was, that was seven <laughs> years ago. Yeah, massive heart attack, uh, Widowmaker. Uh, and, and what that did is it told me it was time to stop doing the store and the daily grind in the store and go to the go, finally take the step to the business model where I'm in. Where I'm just doing it. I love that. I'm I'm yeah. so happy that you found yeah. that little pocket of peace and that groove. And and you're probably also feeding your creative side because I'm sure you're absolutely absolutely by nature. You know. Yep. Well, that's amazing. So, uh, where the business kind of sits right now, obviously you you guys have adapted uh, to some technology. Uh, how do you guys? you've been in business for a really long time, like prior to that. And I don't yeah, know if yeah. what was on that first class note that you purchased, but um, the, the client telling and all the, the contacts and the database and how do you, how do you communicate? With my clients. Yeah. And or past ones. So we use, um, well, we, we use the, the, we use uh, emails, but honestly, most of the time we're now just texting back and forth on my cell phone. Yep. Um, I have um, a virtual receptionist that answers my, my phone, uh, call Ruby, and um, they're great, and I use them for a lot, but um, I found that it's just easier for me to, I can text through the Ruby application, um, I can text through Messenger on Facebook, but but I find my personal cell phone is just the easiest way to communicate with yeah. clients, believe it or not. So 
So um, most of them have my phone and we just text back and forth when they're coming and what they're doing. Yeah. Pictures, things like that. Um, they'll book on a, on a, 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 so I use a lot of software, but I use cheap software. I use, um, I use Calendly to uh, book my appointments and it reminds everybody. And um, I have a little uh, Zapier uh, connection. So it yeah. enters them into my uh, Invoice Ninja. So I use Invoice Ninja and I have very simple um, process for, for that. And that's a free software. So, I mean, I just kind of use these little uh, uh, pick and play software pieces that I just kind of uh, put together, string together and use them. I, in the day, we had developed a, a proprietary system for FileMaker Pro. And um, uh, so we did all of our clienteling with that. And that did a lot of automated uh, birthdays, things like, like that. And those are great, but I find it's just, I have a smaller list of clients. So I, I pretty much just stick close, close to home on the cell phone. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta, gotta got a little bit of, of both going on. And usually yeah. when people are doing customized, you know, engagement rings, it is a little more of a personal mm -hmm. and let's be honest, everyone's on their text, their, their cell yep. phones. So, yeah. um, yeah, I got I got some feelings about that, and then uh, some other you know feelings about it too, because there's kind of two ways. But yeah, uh, yeah, I'll tell you right now, you don't meet a lot of Juno jewelers that are using the, some of the softwares that you just mentioned. So that's oh, why, no, I get, no. yeah, 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 yeah they're, they're not. Uh, and and right. using the virtual receptionist has been great too, because um, somebody's always smiling and answering the phone if I can't get yeah. to them. So yeah. VAs is. Uh, VAs is something that I think a lot of people underestimate. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's almost imperative right now to, because if, if you're not doing that, you're wasting 20, 30 K on a full timer that, you know, Oh, absolutely. There's yeah. no way you like to compete. Um, so you're in Virginia beach. H how do you get your clients and how do you get more clients? Like, uh, is it all local? Or is it, you yeah. know, yeah. Yeah. yeah, for the most part. And the reason is we had done, I had kind of played with some online business. Um, I have a company that we um, developed called uh, Passion Fire Diamonds. And uh, we were, I was kind of experimenting with Passion Fire. And I realized that, A, there's a lot of money you got to put in there for every sale. A lot of advertising, a lot of promotion for every sale. And B, there's a lot of fraud in that particular market, and it's very hard to protect. So we found a lot of fraud going through using things like PayPal. And um, and I just, I, I just it, it was less personal. Um, and so what I find is this, when I'm doing things personally in the local market, it's, it, it's safer in terms of, of, of fraud and chargebacks. And um, it's, it's, it's more fun if that makes sense. It's not yeah. this scaled up mass marketing um, monster like a Blue Nile or whatever. Well, I know all. I know it. I know it. You know, we talked a little bit about some of the stuff that I've done prior. I mean, well, I've just been. What am I going to? I've been generating. You know, in advertising for fourteen years. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I know exactly what you mean, and uh, it it's getting. It does get harder each year you know, and iOS 17 is coming out. There's a lot of people that are not prepared for that update. Um, but that may mean, you know, a little more traditional, like people will start using coupon codes and a little more, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, offline stuff. So um, 
Well, I guess, uh, you know, know, engagement rings are so personal that people still want to be personally engaged in the engagement ring process and design process. And it doesn't cost any extra money to to do it. When when we had the when we had the chain store, the seven stores and we would buy overseas, you know, there's still a holding cost that a lot of people don't realize they're they're sitting on. So if you're if you're going to go manufacture you know, a thousand rings in China or India, um, there's a holding cost to that. And even though, you know, per ring, you might be cheaper in China, but you're sitting on it for six months or, or four months, and you're sitting on 10 other rings that you're not selling. I'm making one ring just in time manufacturing. And so my my costs are every bit as, as, as good as yours at the long run, because I don't have that holding cost. And so I think just-in-time manufacturing is really a great way to go if we can, if we can master it. Yeah. I, um, I like the lean model. Uh, I, I, I kind of very interested to know if you have any knowledge of, or have incorporated any type of AI or anything like that, or it's just, Hey, I have no clue how the heck this could be used. So AI is interesting. I'm not using it in my jewelry business. I'm using a little bit of it in terms of scripting and such with my real estate business. I, I started uh, about my first apartment complex with my parents when I was in ninth grade, I guess it was. And so um, I, I have a, a, a wee bit of a real estate business. And so I've been using AI in my uh, follow-up with leads and lead generation, that kind of thing, um, for about a year and a half, two years now. Um, so that's so that's that's the extent of my AI um, experience is just kind yeah, of there's there's, there's two sides you know well actually there's a lot of sides to it but the design and then the writing and the, and all that type of stuff um, well I guess the real uh, real estate business do you guys use KV Core? Um, I use Sierra Interactive, but okay. many of my friends use KV Core, and I know that they 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 both have pre scripted um, uh, texts and so forth that go out. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, last year, I I started a niche called RealtorNinjas.com, and I think we signed up like 30 of the biggest brokerages in the country. Oh, what's it called? It was called RealtorNinjas.com. Oh, oh okay, cool. I know. Right, I have to check you out. Yeah, I, well, well, I'm shutting, kind of slowing it down, and I didn't reach back out to a lot of people. Well, I got injured. I had, a, oh. I had surgery, so I was kind of in a machine there for six months. Then some guy rear-ended me, fractured mm-hmm. my back, bunch of herniated discs. It was, yeah. it was too much. I had to say goodbye to some, some of the stuff. Um, so, but, but yeah, I fully understand that. And, and those are, KV Core is great technology. I've, I have so many zaps into KV Core. It's unreal in my Xavier. Okay. Okay. And, and oh, what a great okay. business. So, uh, so you got some real estate going on, you got some, some custom design going on, I guess, what is there one piece of advice that you could give people? I, I feel like you're somebody who's kind of done it all. No, <laughs> I've, done, I've done a lot. <laughs> you're definitely certified and certified in the industry and you've mm. gone through quite a bit there. So if you, I think you have to look at the, um, you have to look and find the good in every situation. Um, you know, um, whether it's um, success or failure or right in between finding the good in every situation that you can find, right? because there's always there's always something good in your situation that you can you can look to. 
And I think that gives you hope. I think that was dark, you know, that gives you hope. Yeah. Yeah. No, that is major, major advice, not just for business. That's a superpower that right there will get you through some, some shit. Yeah. 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 So it will. And it turns pain into profit and in in bad situations into good situations so uh i'll give that a that's a 10 out of 10 advice and um david if people want to get a hold of you they want something special designed they're in virginia beach um outside of your cell phone where would they get a hold of you most people will find me on google business um uh and my website david um, so they'll find me in both places. Um, Google business is great because it, it, you know, gives you your location and pops up the front of the page. And if they're, if they're saying custom jewelers near me, I, I pop right up there. And so the other thing is that because I've been in business for 40 years in this market, most people know my name. And so there might be five of us that pop up, but they know my name. So they'll usually call me and send an appointment. Nice. Nice. So guys, that's, um david d-a-v-i-d-n-y-g-a-a-r-d custom five jewelers in virginia yep. beach uh great ratings by the way and you're 100 percent on the mark about google my business I, I preach this constantly people have no clue how important this real estate is oh absolutely absolutely and so we're always preaching and it's that. free and it's free and it's into like a social media platform yeah yeah so your little posts and everything there yep. yeah exactly and there's a whole nother algorithm for that so that's step one with seo you're on the mark um david it's been a pleasure having yeah, you. my pleasure you no know, um i just love meeting people with people like you and your advice i think goes a, a really long way i think there's a lot of different things coming to every market but in the jewelry business there's a little bit of turbulence right now you got lab drones you got um big box stores who who are equipped with ai and a lot more budgets, so sure, sure. You know, it's good to have someone who's kind of been through that type. I think, of stuff. I think though that branding is local. You know, it starts with a local coffee shop. It starts with a local brewery nowadays, um, and and I think that if, you know they say politics is local, well, so is branding. And if you can develop a local brand, then you can certainly compete with the big boxes. They don't want to do what I do. Um, and a niche that I do is that people come in with their grandmother's jewelry and we call it custom redesign. So we can take that jewelry, scan it and put it into the, the CAD design and, and they can see it come to life. And we can repurpose somebody's uh, 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 grandmother's ring in, in many ways. And so big boxes don't want to do it. So. Yeah. You find your niche, you find your, you know, your value. And then that, yep. that is pretty true. You, you know, and we've done that with the diamond family in St. Louis for sure. I mean, mm -hmm. it is, we have an event it is packed. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so we've, we've done well as a local brand and it really is from branding and the little itty bitty conversations and the small things you do. And the charities you get involved in and being good people, yeah. people, yeah. people, good intent, you know, like over the years, in decades of being somewhere, people start to figure out exactly who your character is. And I, I yep. think raise well, fortunate. They, they, they sure do. Yeah. Well, it's been a pleasure having you on here. I My definitely pleasure. Appreciate share you at the community and and uh, thank you so much for taking time out of your day. 
and being on the Bling Talks podcast.